Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Manning calling signals, takes the snap, looks left, lobs it left, throws it wide open, touchdown Giants! In the left corner of the end zone! Touchdown! With 35 seconds to go, and the Giants regain the lead! Manning the bird! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Right back at it on the other side. It is now Thursday, September 28th. Keith McPherson on the fan, your nighttime host, closing the night and starting the morning. And we will continue to talk about our teams and the players and the themes and the topics. And I'm going to sprinkle some more things out there for you to call 877-337-6666. Tonight, the Devils will face the New York Rangers in a preseason. I bet you didn't thought <laughs> you didn't think I was going to start there. I'm just kidding. It's preseason hockey, but I'm excited for it. If you remember last year's postseason, last year's playoff matchup. But yeah, 7 p.m., Devils at Rangers. We'll get eyes on that, but that's not top of mind. Damian Lillard. Hmm. Dame time. Damian Lillard trade comes through today. Uh... There's a few ways we can go about this Damian Lillard conversation. You knew for months Damian Lillard wanted out of Portland. You knew that he would eventually be traded. Miami was the favorite after what Miami did making it to the NBA Finals. I don't think anybody wanted to see the rich get richer there and have Damian Lillard join the Miami Heat. I'm glad that didn't happen. But now, another hated team. I'm a Nets fan, if you don't know that. I'm from New Jersey. Uh, I rooted for Jason Kidd and those guys when I thought that they were going to win in the finals. And then they got Vince Carter, and I was sure they were going to go back to the finals. And they have still yet to go back to the NBA finals, even after having Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden here. Now they're stuck with Ben Simmons. And here we go. 
the team that got in the way of the Brooklyn Nets' best chance of getting to the finals, and they actually went on to win the finals. Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks, the rich get richer over there out in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You're going from Portland, Oregon. We thought you were going to go to Toronto earlier this week, and you end up in Wisconsin, land of brews and cheese curds. The Milwaukee Bucks, on paper, should be the best team in the East. I know my Knicks fans got to feel some type of way about that news today. Some were thinking that Giannis could potentially come to New York. And Knicks fans think everybody's trying to come to the Knicks when really that's not the case at all. Embiid, even go back to Kevin Durant. But when you look at the Milwaukee Bucks with Giannis Antetokounmpo, who has won an MVP, who has won a championship. He's an unstoppable force in the league. Maybe the Miami Heat don't get to where they got if Giannis is healthy. Maybe if Giannis had some help, similar to how Joel Embiid wasn't healthy, but he had help with James Harden, and the Sixers were able to win a game without the MVP and Joel Embiid. Now you're going to put... Giannis on the floor with Damian Lillard. And I don't know if you guys watch Damian Lillard because he plays out west, so you got to stay up late, but I've seen plenty of them. I've seen him drop 60 on the nets. He's a killer. He's cold-blooded. And late in games, you got to pick your poison. I heard one of my favorite nets today, Richard Jefferson, go on NBA Today and compare the combination of Giannis and Damian Lillard to Shaq and Kobe. Whoa, 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 pump your brakes. The Nets lost to Shaq and Kobe in the finals. I almost became a Laker fan. Y'all would have really been hating on me then. <laughs> Imagine I make it to the fan as a Yankees, Lakers, Cowboys. Oh, get this guy off the air. I can't. I'm a Nets fan. I'm from Jersey. And uh, I don't know what the Nets are going to be this year. I'm happy if they get into the play-in. I'm happy if they win a playoff game. The last two years, the Nets have been swept out of the first round. But if you've heard me talk about the Knicks, I went to game five at Madison Square Garden and drowned in my sorrows, drank a ton of Casamigos. Shout out to Casamigos for putting me in those seats. Because I couldn't believe that that fast, the Knicks were where they were. Jalen Brunson is actually him. Julius Randle was hurt. But he's going to be better next year. Josh Hart, they got the guys. R.J. Barrett, I think these last couple months of R.J. Barrett playing for Team Canada, they're going to help him. R.J.'s going to take a step forward. And then they get Delaware Jordan. I mean, the Knicks have a good squad. They have a good little team, but they're not going to be considered in the upper echelon of teams. They're going to really have to compete. They have a star point guard, Julius Randle, I guess you consider a star, but not of the level of Giannis, who now has Damian Lillard, and then former net Brooke Lopez, Belo's Defensive Player of the Year. And Chris Middleton's no slouch either. And Pat Connaughton can shoot the three. They have a potential starting five that can rival any starting five in the NBA. The Warriors are getting up there in age. Steph, Draymond, Clay. I don't... I don't want to count them out, but I don't think they're going to really be up there. And then when you look at the reigning champs, the Denver Nuggets, uh, I guess we we can 
we can go ahead and bank on it being Nikola Jokic versus Giannis in the finals. Uh, Damian Lillard versus Jamal Murray in the finals. But even the Nuggets, the Nuggets lost Bruce Brown, and uh, they lost somebody else. I got to start really dipping back into my NBA stuff. But who else is there? The the Celtics with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and they add Chris Stapps Porzingis. Oh, I know, the Suns. How could I forget? Kevin Durant and the Suns. I wish them no luck. But they do have Devin Booker and now Bradley Beal. So there's your matchup. The Suns. Phoenix Suns versus Milwaukee Bucks. Hmm, didn't we just have that in 2021? 2022? The NBA is approaching fast. And I do feel like the Knicks are going to be in the mix. I don't know if the Nets are going to be in the mix. But there was a shift in the NBA today with this three-team trade. The Bucks get Damian Lillard. The, Bra- the Blazers get Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday just came out and said he wanted to end his career in Milwaukee. They said, no, thanks for the one championship we got with you. You're dismissed. But the Blazers get DeAndre Ayton, Tumani Kamara, a 2029 first-round pick from the Bucks, and then a pick swap. And then the Suns get Yusef Nurkic, Nasir Little, Keon Johnson and Grayson Allen. And, I mean, I saw the reaction of my fellow Nets fans thinking about what the Brooklyn Nets were able to get for Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Good job, Sean Marks. And Marks, we trust again. We have no real choice. But there was a rumor out there that Damian Lillard was open to coming to Brooklyn or Milwaukee. That it was between Brooklyn or Milwaukee after the Miami trade went south. And there was rumors of Toronto coming in. I knew he didn't want to go to Canada and play. But, yeah, that shook up the landscape today. The Nets don't get Dame or Tyler Hero. The Nets are still playing the stupid Ben Simmons game. Fingers crossed. 877-337-6666. If you want to talk hoops tonight, Knicks fans, how you feel? You need another piece? You need another guy? Or you're ready to roll with Jalen Brunson and Dante DiVincenzo and Mitchell Robinson, Hartenstein. (laughs) We got to talk Jets. There's just a 0% chance that we're not going to talk about the Jets. I tried to not even say J-E-T-S, Jets. I tried not to say Zach Wilson. But it is what it is, folks. This is a huge game. You know why it's a huge game? Not because it's Zach Wilson's last opportunity to potentially prove himself. Because front office sports reported that Taylor Swift is expected to attend Chiefs-Jets Sunday night. Aaron Rodgers was just on Pat McAfee saying, you never know who's going to show up. So, bump, 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 Waiting all day for Sunday night. It's week four, folks. It's week four, folks. Hello. The NFL season is smoking by. The Jets season could effectively be over. I mean, we'll see. I think they're tanking. I think they're done. I think they know they're done. That they pushed all their chips in on Aaron Rodgers and four plays in. It's like, well, whatever happens this year happens. Maybe we get some draft capital. But the whole world is going to be watching Sunday Night Football. It's the only game on. And I'll tell you this. Patrick Mahomes... Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid, Chris Jones, those guys, Kadarius Tony coming back to MetLife, they know what to do with that stage. They know absolutely what to do with that stage. There is a 0% chance that Zach Wilson balls on them. 
Because even if he balls on them, the Jets' defense has to deal with Patrick Mahomes. And a three-headed monster at running back now with Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Isaiah Pacheco and Jarek McKinnon got going last week. And Patrick Mahomes, he doesn't care who he throws the ball to. It could be Marquez Valdez-Scantling. It could be Sky Moore. It could be Kadarius Toney, like I mentioned. He'll flip it to Justin Watson or Noah Gray. And you know Travis Kelsey's going to be open. Who's checking him on the Jets' defense? I'll wait. And for the Giants, I already talked about the Seahawks. Go look up the sounds from the sideline and go look at the leader and quarterback that former Giants quarterback, former Jets quarterback, Geno Smith has become. There's a clip floating around of him picking up rookie receiver Jackson Smith and Jeeba saying, I'm going to need you. They got a three-headed monster at receiver with Tyler Lockett, who's getting up there in age but still effective. Jackson Smith and Jeeba and DK Metcalf. And I think I said earlier tonight, if the Giants don't want to tackle still, if they don't want to commit to putting a hat on a hat and everybody running to the ball, you're going to have a long night. Kenneth Walker is like that at running back. Strong little guy. You guys remember him coming out of Michigan State? It's in his, He's in his second year, and, and, and he's tough to tackle. He's looking for contact to run right through it. Better bring your arms. And DK Metcalf, he's a machine out there. So if your rookie corners don't want to tackle Hawkins and Banks, and if they're banged up, hey, it's week four. You guys got a little extra time from Thursday night football to Monday night football. You better be ready to go. Is Saquon ready to go? He has to go. If Saquon's not going, I don't think they have a shot. At least has to like be on the field as a potential threat. But the Seahawks are no slouch. Pete Carroll and them, and that defense is pretty good too. 877-337-6666. Let's take a look quickly here at the week four schedule and the other matchups. I already mentioned that it's Lions Packers on Thursday night football tonight, 815. Amazon Prime. Jordan Love. Air Jordan Love to see it. That's a kid from Utah that actually got to watch Aaron Rodgers for a few years. That's a kid from Utah that actually got to see some Aaron Rodgers game tape. And when you watch him play, you can see the Aaron Rodgers in his game. He's a more athletic, bigger, pause, Aaron Rodgers. In his footwork, in the way he flicks the ball, the way he plays quarterback, he got to actually sit in Green Bay and learn how to play from one of the greats. Now, I know Jordan Love is actually from California, but he went to Utah State. He's from Orban Love. Uh, not or- Orban Love. Orban Love. What is Orban Love? From an Orban Love. Orban Love and Anna Love are his parents. He's from Bakersfield, California, but he went to Utah State. I, I make that parallel for BYU's own Zach Wilson, who I've been joking all week that because... <laughs> That kid from Utah got to smell Aaron Rodgers' breath for two months. They thought he was going to be ready to be QB2. Negligent. Malpractice. Like, just, I still can't believe that they actually defaulted into that so fast. So we'll see the Lions, Jared Goff, Dan Campbell's crew go to Green Bay on Thursday Night Football first. The Falcons-Jaguars matchup is intriguing. The Falcons after just, you know, I don't know what they did against the Texans. Giving up kick returns and... They they got to bounce back at home. 
The Falcons took their first loss. That's a good matchup right there. That's the uh, Florida-Georgia line. The Rams and the Colts. Matt Stafford. They're saying Anthony Richardson is taking reps. He should be coming out of concussion protocol. But I think that's a good little matchup there. If it's Minshew Magic, maybe. But I want to see Anthony Richardson get back on the field with that team. Now he has some Gardner Minshew film to watch. The Ravens and the Browns. The Ravens just lost to the Colts. And now everybody's realizing how good that Browns defense is. Miles Garrett is a monster of a human being. And they don't give up first downs. They don't give up points. Shout out to Kenny Pickett and those boys for figuring out how to beat the Browns. The Ravens are going to have a long day with those elves. The Vikings and Panthers. That's Adam Thielen's revenge game. They're saying Bryce Young is going to go. But man, Adam Thielen got going with Andy Dalton. The Vikings come in winless against the Panthers looking for a win Sunday at 1. The Bengals and Titans match up. Joe Burrow, you all right? Bengals should be able to go in there and beat the Titans in Nissan Stadium. I don't know what the Titans got going on. The Buccaneers-Saints matchup. It's Jameis Winston this time, and he's going to get to start the game against his former team. Jameis Winston revenge game against Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Baker Bucks. I... I can't wait to see that one. Come on, famous Jameis. The Dolphins versus the Bills. After the Bills put up 70 points, (laughs) they're not favored to go up to Orchard Park and beat the Bills. They're dogs in it. Place your bets now. What do you think? The Bills lost to the Jets. I told y'all you were drunk off of that first win. I told you that did not matter. The Broncos and Bears. That's the toilet bowl right there. Trash can. Don't even bother betting on that game. Just something stupid's going to happen in that game. <laughs> the Broncos and Bears games would be terrible. Russell Wilson should be able to go into Soldier Field and beat Justin Fields, though. The Commanders and Eagles. NFC rivalry. I don't think the Commanders can get with the Eagles. Sorry to break it to you, folks. The Eagles are good again. It doesn't matter. Like The Eagles, they're right back to their shenanigans for, from last year. They're, they're undefeated. They're going to be some... Something we got to deal with again. They're they're going to march right through their schedule. The Steelers and Texans. Can't wait to watch the quarterback play. Kenny Pickett versus C.J. Stroud. That Steelers defense versus C.J. Stroud. Two black head coaches. Mike Tomlin versus D'Amico Ryans. Two defensive head coaches. That's going to be a good one. The Raiders at Chargers. I don't know. Can the, can the Raiders, like, get right? Devontae Adams wants out of there. <laughs> can Josh Jacobs get right? Can he get going? I have Josh Jacobs and Austin Eckler on one of my fantasy teams. Eckler's been hurt. Jacobs has been ineffective. I need them to ball. I need them to go off. Garoppolo and Herbert, don't throw it. Hand it off. The Chargers will be without Mike Williams. So, if you're looking for any time touchdowns or fantasy plays, I think I picked up... Donald Parham in one of my fantasy leagues. And Josh Palmer, he scored a touchdown last week. He'll probably get a little bit of a bump. The Cardinals-Niners matchup. Hold on now, folks. The Cardinals are feeling themselves. They had back-to-back games at home. They lost to the Giants. Should have beat them, but they did beat the Cowboys. So they're going to ride into Santa Clara thinking that they could battle with the 49ers. And maybe they can. If the 49ers are what we think they are, like Coach Green said for the Cardinals all the all those years ago, the Cardinals 
they they got to blow the Cardinals out. The 49ers got to smack the Cardinals. And they, they're coming off a rest because they played Thursday night football with the Giants. The Patriots-Cowboys matchup. America's team versus America's team to laugh at. Well, the Patriots aren't America's team anymore without Tom Brady. The Cowboys are still America's team to laugh at. And they'll be laughing if Bill Belichick and those guys go in there and Will Greer tells them the whole offense and Ezekiel Elliott gives them some inside football. That's going to be an interesting matchup. The Cowboys, I think, are three-point favorites. They need to bounce back, and they've got injuries already. What's Dak Prescott going to do? Who knows? Sunday night football, already told you about. Monday night football, already told you about. We've got those games right here in East Rutherford, New Jersey, back-to-back. It ain't even been a month since we opened up the season with Sunday night football, Cowboys, Giants, and then Monday night football, Bills, Jets. But here we go, prime time, back-to-back nights, Chiefs, Jets, Seahawks, Giants. Call me up if you want to talk football. Call me up if you want to talk NBA hoops with the uh, Damian Lillard trade. Call me up if you still want to talk Yankees riding high off of Garrett Cole's performance, locking up the Cy Young judge with two homers, taking the series and the season series from Toronto tonight. Call me up if the Mets fans are feeling some type of way about playing spoiler, splitting the doubleheader, looking to take the series and knock the Marlins down and knock them out of that last wild card. Tell me how you feel about Joey Lucchese, Kodai Senga's rookie year, Francisco Lindor's 30-for-30 season, your prospects for next year if you're mad at Steve Cohen or whatever it might be. I'm going to take one call, and then we're going to break. Matt's in Rockland County. Matt, you're on the fan. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. You got it. Yeah, so um, just a little, you know, on topic, off topic kind of thing um, with the game trade. Because it kind of comes into the NBA and with the Knicks. I just feel that Leon Rose and those and those guys in the front office don't get enough credit for what they've done. They've really built a very, very solid foundation at the bottom right there with the good Brunson training. These are all movable deals with DiVincenzo and the young guys and the picks, and they're just waiting around to pounce on a on a guy that becomes available. I don't think Dan was a good fit anyway. But, you know, just like a Joel Embiid or something like that, it comes available. What do you think? Yeah, I, I've given them some props, but I think Knicks fans are reluctant to pat them on the back because they haven't won anything yet, and there's been so many down years. Jalen Brunson is a steal of all steals. To pay that kid $100 million for four years and the production that he gave you right away and how he changed the look and feel and culture of the team, like just that alone I gave them a lot of respect for. Um like you're saying, with these young pieces that aren't costing that much, and even with the draft picks, like I remember in the draft a couple years ago, we're like, what are they doing? What's their plan? But they are waiting. They're waiting for the next superstar to come available. And what they're doing with Jalen Brunson and these guys, they're they're bringing the Knicks back. The Knicks are back. The Knicks are back. And it's making it a destination that somebody is going to want to come and, and play in the garden. Somebody is going to want to join Jalen Brunson and these guys. So, uh, yeah. I guess you can tip your cap to them, but you can't pat them on the back just yet. We'll see if the Knicks can do it again, and I think they will if Jalen Brunson's healthy. Yeah, for sure. And um, just to go to the Yankees, like I'm not going to talk about the Judge two home tonight because and Garrett Cole Cy Young Ward, and it doesn't matter. But I'm talking. I want to talk more about the young guys. And when I see a guy like Wells and a guy like Floreal and. Floreal has, I think, nine, like something like 92 at-bats in the big leagues as a whole in four years, up and down, up and down, up and down. And you're seeing a guy who glides. Yeah, I think they showed on the broadcast he's the fastest guy in the Yankees with like 29 feet per second or something like that. 
He's a good outfielder, big athletic left-handed batter who, who can really hit. And I, I think he would be a good fourth outfielder, but I think since August 28th or something, the Yankees have the best, have the best record in the league. And it's yeah. just like, it, it stings a little because the fans have been yelling for, for, since June to call up the young guys. And they, they finally did. And uh, rumors came out that it wasn't even, it wasn't even Cashman. It was Hal yeah. coming down and telling him call up the young guys. Mm-hmm. And they did. And Press look, the ever since August 28th, you, you got a team who has the best record in the league. It sucks. It's uh, too little, too late. Here, the Yankees are a uh, a day late and a dollar short. You know, they're they're the best team in baseball right now, record wise, nineteen and nine or eight. yeah, nineteen and nine since uh, August twenty eighth. And uh, you know, they're beating a postseason team in their building. The Blue Jays can't even score, and these kids have come up and contributed to that. Austin Wells, Jason Dominguez, before that. Everson Pereira, Oswald Peraza, Estevan Floreal. Now, with Floreal, they never loved him. We've seen him for the last, like, six, seven years, it feels like. We see him in spring training. We hear about him. This guy runs like a gazelle, left-handed power bat, uh, but just never materialized at the major league level because they, they really didn't give him a long enough leash. And here we've seen... 20 different outfielders for the Yankees in the last two years. I always run off the names of the cast of characters, and they've had a hole in left field, but maybe now they give Floreal that chance, and I think they will. The last thing I'll say about, you know, the Yankees kids and this young core, right, when they uh, when they run the audit and they figure out how the Baby Bombers failed and what went wrong with Greg Bird and Gary Sanchez and Miguel Andujar and Clint Frazier... They better figure out the recipe to get the most out of these kids. When Jason Dominguez, the Martian, heals up, Volpe coming back, you know, Peraza showing that he can play at this level, Florial Pereira, can't even forget about Oswaldo Cabrera. They better have some type of magic recipe to make sure that these kids pan out. You hugged your prospects, you called these kids up, and they showed they could play at this level in the last stretch. They better be core pieces next year going forward, but still go spend and add the talent to stack the deck. Yeah, and the last thing I'll say is here, this offseason, if Juan Soto becomes available, you got to give everything up for him. I mean, everyone's available besides Judge and Cole. You got If they ask for Volpe, which they probably won't because they just extended Bogarts for like 12 years, you gotta go, go, you got to go get Yamamoto, Soto, Bellinger. And I think this team coming out, Coming out, coming out into the ne- into next year really will look as a whole new team because you can't be relying on the same guys that are just collapsed this season and fell on their face. Thank you, Keith. Thanks for the call, Matt. Juan Soto would be great, but I just don't think that the Yankees are gonna make that much of a jump to like you like he like Matt just said. Juan Soto, Yamamoto, get Cody Bellinger, get Matt Chapman. Like I, I you can't have everyone. You're not gonna have everything, and we can't do both. We can't say, oh, look at the kids. But it'll also get me free agents and make some trades. But I will say this as we go to break. 877-337-6666. Call now. This is Brian Cashman's time. His seat is hotter than it's ever been. It's time for his greatest work, his magnum opus. This is it, Brian Cashman. You shouldn't sleep a single night until the Yankees are a better team and a postseason team next year. I would leave no stone unturned. I'd do every single thing in my power, and I'd talk to Hal to say, hey, break the bank. Let's go trade some of these prospects. Let's go get Juan Soto, get the best pitching, get the best players, 
and and have depth on top of that since we always lead the league in IL stints. Keith McPherson on the fan. Can't wait to talk to you. I'm on until 2 a.m. I'll be right back. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. When this happened, you talk about it on The Fan. Although things are going to change next year, we're going to move across the street. There are a few things with the New York Yankees that never change. That's pride, it's tradition, and most of all, we have the greatest fans in the world. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Seven seven thirty three seven sixty six sixty six. My show will be over at two. The time burns on me. I get on a little bit earlier, and I'm all excited. And next thing you know, it's almost one o'clock, two o'clock, and that's all she wrote. Keith McPherson on the fan, reading through everything, and <laughs> you know, it's right back to this Taylor Swift stuff. But I'm trying to avoid that, but it's unavoidable. It is everywhere. And it's crazy, you know, I, I think about the power that celebrities have and like some people have. Like her celebrity is wild to me. Like, why do you care so much? Is her music that good? I never heard one bop. I don't think there's one jam. I'm trying to think of her songs. There's not one that you could really step to. But like, it's not for me. And it's funny, the parallel... <laughs> The parallel I made earlier this week was like, I wouldn't say I hate Taylor Swift, but I don't like her music. I don't like her look, her style, nothing about her really. And I use, I always used her before all of this hype. I always used her as the example here. Um, WFAN host, anybody in media, anyone in the limelight, anyone with any type of platform gets hated on. You don't get universal love. It just is what it is. Like uh, People call my show and they show big love. But as soon as I open up my phone, somebody's hating on me to tell me I suck, I'm unlistenable, they hate my show, whatever. 
I mean, I don't, I don't mind it at all. Haters are my guiding light. Like, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping, like Rob Sala said. Like, when I was unemployed, when I was broke, when I was selling my Jordans, when I was on Facebook Marketplace trying to make 100 bucks selling any type of piece of furniture I had, when I was picking up people driving Lyft Uber in the city, when I was working at a front of a restaurant handing out menus and filling up little uh, sauce cups with ketchup like nobody was hating on me in my phone. But I say that to say this, like, I always use the example with Taylor Swift, like, all right, I avoid her music, I avoid her concerts, I avoid watching her stuff because I don't like her. If you hate WFAN, if you think Spike S can ruin WFAN, if you think all of our hosts suck, if you think none of us are knowledgeable, how do you know what goes on on this station all day, every day? Why do you follow every single host? Oh, you don't really mean that. You just hide online behind an account where you can say whatever you want, a.k.a. throw stones and hide your hand. That's cute. I was listening to the fan today, uh, listening to Evan and Tiki. I just was like, pause. <laughs> they started talking about who they rather watch in a porno, uh, Tiki or Evan. And I was like, this is something that we would do on a late night on my show when there's not people riding around with their kids in the car. But, you know, what I find is uh, with the absence of Craig Carton, like that's a Craig Carton lane. With the absence of Craig Carton, we, we kind of got to fill that. We kind of got to make up for... You know, what Craig added. Craig added comedy to the afternoon drive. So they added Sean Morash. Uh, his brand of comedy is not for me, but I understand. Like, you need some, like, Tiki's not necessarily funny at all. Evan, you can laugh at Evan, but Evan's not a comedian. And so here enters Sean Morash uh, with the comedy. And then with the, uh, you know, talk of the dating. I think that's where it started from. Evan Roberts saying, oh, yeah, I dated a girl that told me, 30 seconds into meeting a guy, she knows whether she would sleep with them or not. I'm like, how do we arrive here? I'm out at the basketball court hooping with my son in the stroller. I'm listening to WFAN on the Bluetooth speaker. My son's only five months, and I'm like, hey, earmuffs, bro. Earmuffs, bro. I don't know what these guys are talking about. Who they rather see, Evan or Tiki in a porn. I'm like, these guys, I guess we're running out of things to talk about on the fan, but I had that in my notes. I'm like, man, I I don't know how these guys come up with this stuff, but it's interesting. I got a text from my boy this morning, and uh, <laughs> he was talking about, well, shout out to Rob. It was like, I, I'm not up at 7 o'clock in the morning ever, um, but I guess they clip things from these shows, and it makes it to the morning show, and Rob was like, oh, uh you got an issue with, with Sean, you and Sean going at it, more ass. And I'm like, nah, I just don't rock with him. I don't know him. But he played with my name multiple times on air. And the strike three was him saying that somebody should have punched me in the face. And I'm like, bro, you're not outside like that. Like, I'm at games. I'm at Yankee Stadium. I'm at MetLife. I'm at Barkley Center. Like, I'm outside. I'm available. I'm around. So for you to put a hit on me like that, when we're literally looking at you know, videos of brawls at NFL stadiums. We're literally looking at a father who lost his life at a game because somebody swung on him. I just, like, I didn't take too kindly to that. But I don't know Sean Morash, right? Like, he's been around here for 10 years in the building. I ain't been around here 10 years. I didn't intern here. I didn't I didn't make my way up. They wouldn't have had me. <laughs> I probably did apply to some WFAN inter internships and never heard anything back. 
So like, I don't have a problem with anyone at the fan. I just don't respect him. I just don't. There's, I have nothing to respect about him. I don't like his voice. I don't like his look. I don't like his shtick. I don't like his approach. And I don't know him. So with his comedy, I can tell that he's tried to like play with my name a couple times in making jokes. And when I heard that last one of, oh, Keith McPherson deserved to be punched in the face. Somebody should have punched him in the face at Giant Stadium. I'm like, you wouldn't have done it. So where you putting a hit out on me? I'll be at another game. I was at MetLife, surrounded by Giants fans. I was at a tailgate that was like a official tailgate put on by a business and some people that grill and deal with liquor, and they were thanking me for being there. Nobody was swinging on anybody. It, it's this is this is entertainment, folks. We're grown men that obsess over other grown men playing games that we started playing when we were kids, and we're just not good at them anymore. Right. We, we spend a lot of time obsessing over the Jets, the Yankees as grown ass men. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be entertaining. You're not supposed to go to a game and worry about uh, fighting anybody. You shouldn't be fighting after a certain age anyway. I don't know where y'all are from or how y'all came up. Like, I, I don't want to get into any fights anymore. I got into a fight one time and the prosecutor looked at me and the other guy and he said, you guys know about UFC? I said, yeah, of course. He said, well, in UFC, they get paid to fight. <laughs> you guys fought, and now you got to pay me. Boom, here's your fine. And I, when I saw the number that was on that paper that I had to pay the court for getting into a fight in public with actually like my roommate at the time, long story. I think I was 26. I just was like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Like, I, I don't want I, like, I don't want to get into any fights with anybody. I'm a grown man, dog. I got a kid. I got a kid to feed and take care of. I got to get home to my kid. So, yeah, I just wanted to clear that up as I heard that. And I hear a bunch of things. You know, I never, I, like, I don't always catch things, but there's never a time that my name is mentioned on WFAN, good or bad, that it doesn't get back to me. My mom listens to the station now. I didn't grow up with my mom listening to WFAN in the car. My mom listened to uh, KISS and BLS and Hot 97 and Power 105. And, you know, I did listen to WFAN on my own. And I did obviously listen to WFAN as an, an adult. But my mom now, I got in her car recently and it was on WFAN. She listens all day. I got family and friends that listen all day. So when they hear something about me, it gets back to me. But. Other than that, back to the show. I wanted to get that in before uh, my show ended tonight. Like, I'll, I'm going to see Sean Morash when the Yankee season ends. My show will follow Evan and Tiki. And I'll literally cross paths with him. But, like, he, like it's not, it's nothing like that. You know, I think uh, somebody told me that, you know, Boomer said that should, should stay off air or something like that. But I'm like, I, I don't see him. So, if he's speaking on me, the only place that I have to address it is here, and it's perfectly fine. We're all on the same team. And I think, you know, months ago, I remember sticking up for Sal Licata because I was listening to Sal one night, and somebody tried to get at Sal, called him a mush, and like I just wasn't feeling that. And uh, I think somebody confused Sal and I going back and forth on air. And I'm like, I see Sal when he comes. Like, just like now I see C-Man. We all see each, see each other. Like, I used to see Sal coming in, 
And I'd break, I'd go out there and rap with Sal. Sal would come in and, sure, we could disagree on Mets and Yankees and takes or whatever, but we're on the same team. We all want WFAN to succeed and win. And I don't, I don't wish anything bad on anybody on this team or anyone in this building. I just don't know Sean Morash to be playing with my name like that. Like, I just, I don't know you, bro. Anybody, I don't know you to be playing with my name like that. Um, and he apologized. Apology accepted, I guess. But, like, that doesn't mean I have to be cool with you. I'm just, I'm here to do my job. My job is to come in and host that night and take calls and talk to the fans and be prepared with different topics and subjects and bring my knowledge and my passion, and I do that. And I don't wish ill on anybody. I don't wish anybody gets punched in the face. I've been at the stadium. I've been at City Field. I've been at Yankee Stadium and seen people get hit right in front of me. I've seen that turn bad. I always tell people about Yankee Stadium. I remember before we go to uh, Ross and Bergen County, I see you on. I see you, Ross. I see, and I see the calls coming in. I see you guys calling, but I got a moment to kind of lay out here. Um, I always tell the story uh, from a few years back, postseason at Yankee Stadium. I got, I got long hair now. I got locks now. My hair locked up through the pandemic when they um, closed the barber shops or whatnot. But I used to have a fro, like a spiky fro, and I remember being in like the Toyota Terrace for one of the Yankee games. And I don't know, maybe Gary Sanchez hit a home run or something like that happened in the game where we were all celebrating. And I'm celebrating with my friends, jumping up and down, high-fiving. You know how Yankee Stadium gets. They throw beer in the air, popcorn, whatever. It's like that. And I, I, I feel a, a smack on the top of my head. And it didn't feel like a friendly smack. It felt like somebody disrespected me. Like uh, I turn around and it's this dude is like probably like six three, six four. I'm six two, two hundred. This dude is definitely a larger human being than me. But like I don't care about that at all. Uh, and I was a little younger at the time. I forget what year this was. Postseason, maybe twenty seventeen. And my first instinct, I shoved the guy, not thinking about where I am. And yeah, I was a little lathered up. This is way before I got the WFAN. And he gets in my face. And my boy was with me, and also this girl was with me that I had worked with at MTV. And they all got afraid. It, it got, like, tense. And I had the thought to myself that, like, I am pursuing a career in media. I also am a Yankee fan. I love this stadium. Like, my next impulse was to swing on this dude. And he got in my face where I, like, that was, like that's how it was going to go. But I had the thought, yo, this is Yankee Stadium. This isn't the street you swing on this guy and you start scrapping in here you're getting locked up you're both going to jail they literally have a holding cell in yankee stadium when you go all the way down like you don't want to be in yankee jail and then if you've ever ventured past yankee stadium the court and the police is right there avoid the bookings beloved if that's a friday night you're spending the weekend there so i don't endorse any of the fighting i don't i don't i don't want to see anybody get into a fight at a sporting event and I would never put it out there for one of our hosts to be attacked at a game. I, I think that's uh, – I don't even know where he came with that. I think that was just something that, like I said, Sean Morash was trying to be funny because he's trying to be a comedian um, and play with my name like that. After seeing me put some videos out there having a good time at the game, like I literally do every year. I've seen the Cowboys play the Giants in Giants Stadium, I don't know, five times out of the last ten years. And it's a safe environment. It's like there's so much security – and I'm in the 100 level. I'm not up in the, the 300 level where there's shenanigans that could go on and security can't get there, but that's for another time. Let me take a call before we break, and then the last hour of the show is open mic night. Call me up. Connect with me. You can ask me something. I don't really like telling stories of being you know, locked up or 
getting assault charges or scrapping, but it like that that's like a rite of passage. Like growing up, um, you know, I, that's what I said. Like Sean Morris, you're not like that, bro. I'm like, who? I don't know how many fights you've gotten into in Long Island. I don't know who you you've been around, but like, <laughs> don't play with me like that. Ross is in Bergen County on the fan. What up, Ross? Hey, Keith, what's going on, man? You know, passing the time, can't do the Zach Wilson conversation from every show we already know, and uh, no one wants to talk about Damian Lillard. Um, the Yankees. Yeah, I hear you, man. I, I had the Yankees night until midnight, and, uh, you know, baseball's about to end, so it is what it is. Whatever you guys want to talk about, I'm down for. What you got? Yeah, I, I hear you, you know, on the topic of Morash. I actually caught that segment on the morning show today, you know, like uh, Dukes puts out the uh, captions, everything. I see uh, Keith versus Sean. I remember you talking about the other night. And uh, I personally, you know, I don't have a problem with Sean, but, you know, like the, I know he's, he's kind of been a, you know, a hot commodity with the, uh, the, the fan, the WFAM, as you call it. A lot of people going after the show and everything. I personally don't have a problem with him, but I know he's like the, the topic of a lot of controversy, but, uh, all in all, man, I saw, you know, you get the shout out on the morning show today and everything. Yeah. Uh, I still haven't heard it. Like I said, I got a, a couple of texts about it. Uh, Sean Morash definitely gets hated on a bunch, and that's where I like, you know, tied everything together from Taylor Swift to all our hosts being hated on. Yeah. I'm happy for the kid getting an opportunity, but just like, I don't know you, bro. I've seen you maybe three times in life. Don't get on the air talking about somebody should punch me in the face. Like, you're trying to put a hit out on me, joking or not. Like, that's not a joke. Yeah. No, there's there's like only one host I can't stand is Danielle McCartan. Even Sal I had a problem with for a while. So I'm gotten, <laughs> when I have you heard Danielle? It. I feel like Danielle got phased yeah, out. She, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she, she'll have some minions on Twitter will hear this and clip it. And it'll be a whole beef with me and her. So let them clip the it. Biggest transessa tryhard you'll ever see, man. It's the the old, you know, when she gets something right, tooting her horn, tooting her horn like there's no tomorrow. And if she gets something wrong sweeps it under the rug you never mm-hmm. see it till you know till the end of the day it's, it's the tip it's the oldest trick in the book and she you know like francesca you know being number one on, on the on the on the ratings you know she's an italian teacher she doesn't need you know the gig anyway but that's uh it's for another day you know you know you know i could go all day on it but mm, I'm, 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 I'm keeping my lips sealed no, about I, about I, her I, I i'm not gonna get, add i'm not gonna add you what got I... more ash on <laughs> the thorn on your side i don't you know that's that's my personal risk but uh Anyway, uh, and like you said, man, you know, the, like you said, with the, uh, you know, like the club passes with the Padres, you're never going to get along with everybody, right? It's not, you know, everybody holding hands around the campfire. It's just, no, you know, it just no doesn't work like, like that. that. Yeah. Well, I, I want to talk about the, you know, the, speaking of club, the toxic clubhouses, you know, we look at the Mets, right? And you, you've been hearing the, uh, even you brought up before, Wilpon-esque, right? I think at some point we say that phrase so much. I don't know why we keep saying esque because it's getting, I think at some point, and we're gonna, we're seeing a lot more comparisons being drawn to the Wilpons. I think it's so we're drawing very close to declaring Steve Cohen the third Wilpon. You see tonight, and you see. I remember. I think it was April when they were in Washington, right? And they had that rain out with DC. The fans were stuck like four or five hours there, and you had Gary Keith and Ron got on them hard. They were giving them a ton of crap. And and I, I'm big fans of Gary Keith and Ron. And they, you didn't hear a peep about the the delay uh, yesterday. With the, they didn't they didn't have the yeah. tarp on the field. And you notice how SNY is still owned by the Wolfons, right? Mm-hmm. I think Cohen slipped them a little, some cash on the side. Don't, don't, don't give us some crap for the, <laughs> for the, uh, leaving the truck off the field. It and is, then, it's the Marlins. But, the fix is in. It's, the Mar- it's like, and then they're Cohen, a division you rival. You're trying to knock to the them out. Yeah, they're not a division rival on Twitter, though, because Cohen's given his deepest uh, condolences and apologies to a division rival. And then you see, you know, I don't remember, I don't know if you saw this last year. 
the Marlins had a promotion, though, when they were out of it and, and the Mets were, were going on their run towards the end. They put out a promotion advertising the Mets in their own ballpark. They come out and see, like, root against the Mets. And here we are a year later. The, the script is script is flipped. And this fan base that, you know, widely considered one of the smallest fan bases in the league, you've got people in the lower bowl chanting, let's go Marlins in a, at, at City Field in late September. And please tell me how that's not, you know, like I said, Wolpon-esque. I think it's time at some point we got to get rid of the word esque in that statement because, you know, like I brought up the uh, Senga giveaway to you. You didn't even hear about that. That was news to you when I brought it up. It's just typical. The signs of the Wilpons. <laughs> and you can't, you can't just wash away the Wilpons in three years. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> you know, but I don't, I think it's, I don't, this three to five year plan to win a World Series, I think it's going to take more than five years to get the Wilpons stench off this team. And so far, Cohen, like everyone said, you got to believe, you got to believe this, you got to believe that. I'll believe it. I, actually, I won't believe it until I see it. Because look at some of the people who bought into this team who believed, right? Scherzer believed into this team, believed in this team and what they were cooking. He's, he's, or he was going to be pitching for Arlington. He won't be anymore. Verlander bought into this team. He believed he's pitching for Houston right now. They just won a game against Seattle. They're probably going to be a wild card in the American League. Mark Hanna believed in this team. He just clinched the, uh, the NL Central or helped clinch the NL Central. Yeah, good. All these people believe they're not seeing it. You know, you know, well, you know what I gotta, I gotta put the list together, Ross, because I've been speaking of how Yankee fans are gonna watch Aaron Hicks with the Baltimore Orioles, Josh Donaldson with the Brewers, Tommy Pham right. with the Arizona Diamondbacks for the Mets fans, Mark Canna yeah. with the Brewers for the Mets fans. Who else am I missing? Maybe Dominic Leone on the Mariners. Maybe uh, Verlander with the Astros if they're in it. Uh, they're saying Scherzer might pitch, might come back. They might not shut him down. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. We we've we've got a ton of teams to root against. I'm up against it. Thanks for the call, Ross. Eighty-seven seven thirty-three seven sixty-six sixty-six. Keep McPherson on the fan with one hour left. Open mic night. Whatever you guys want to talk about, we'll be right back. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.